0: The following is a presentation of Tomorrow's World.
1: From the days of its rise during the Industrial Revolution, to its roles fighting alongside its brother nation Great Britain in two world wars, to its commanding influence in the post-war era, no one can question that, for good or ill, America has played such a central role on the world stage That the word hegemony almost seems as though it was invented to describe the United States. And yet the nation is facing some of the darkest days of its history. What, if anything, can be done to save the United States? We will ask and answer that question today. And the answer may surprise you. Stay tuned. Greetings and welcome again to Tomorrow's World. I'm glad you've joined us today. The Tomorrow's World television program is viewed in many countries all over the globe, yet no matter what your homeland is, no matter the national anthem you sing, no matter the flag you salute, your life has likely been touched by the United States, whether you like it or not, and whether it's been for good or bad. Decisions made by politicians in Washington, D.C. and CEOs on Wall Street have impacted lives far beyond the borders of America in all directions. And for some nations, the presence of the United States in the world has been like sharing your apartment with an elephant. Whether you invited the elephant or not, it's rather hard to ignore it. When the United States sneezes, the world risks catching a cold. Some nations have been blessed by the goodwill and abundant resources shared by America. Others resent the nation's interference and undue influence in the politics, policies, and economies of their own nations. So what is the current state of the Union? Many, both within the United States and outside its borders, are beginning to sense that something fundamental is changing. What is going on? What has happened to the United States of America and... Is there anything that can be done to restore America to its position of power and influence? Now, later on in our program, we're going to make available one of the most powerful and popular booklets we have ever offered in the history of our television broadcast, and one that addresses this topic in a unique way, the United States and Great Britain in Prophecy. It'll be sent free of charge to all who request it, so be ready to write down the order information when it appears on your screen. But first let's consider the formidable collection of dangers now arrayed against the besieged United States first let's look at the economic crisis and that's probably the first that comes to mind for many of you too that's because the crisis that began in the United States and that continues to ravage it in unpredictable ways has spread over the entire developed world Americans both its citizens and its government have been so addicted to spending That as of May 2009, the United States' national debt had grown to more than $11 trillion. That's virtually an unfathomable number. To give you an idea of how much money $11 trillion really is, you would have to give away more than $15 million every single day since the birth of Jesus Christ to today. You'd have to do that to give away $11 trillion. It absolutely boggles the mind. $11 trillion is more than $36,000 per U.S. citizen, from the elderly to the newborn infants. Officials both inside and outside America's boundaries are beginning to wonder if America will ever be able to pay off this debt. Now, should it default, the result would be almost unimaginable in its severity. And then there's America's continuing wars in Iraq and Afghanistan. Both of these conflicts have had devastating consequences on the perception of American military might in the world. No one doubts, at least for now, that America has the most technologically capable military in the world. Yet many of America's enemies are beginning to realize that resisting the will of America is much easier than had been believed in the mountains of Afghanistan Pakistan border hunted terrorists have been able to regroup and rearm despite patrols and skirmishes to the point that they have threatened taking over the nuclear-armed state of Pakistan providing terrorists with the ultimate weapon concerning Afghanistan Columnist Walter Rogers wrote in the April 8, 2009 Christian Science Monitor in an article entitled, America, a superpower no more. President Obama's recent acknowledgement that the U.S. is not winning in Afghanistan is but the most obvious recognition of this jarring new reality. What was the president telling Americans? As Milton Bearden, a former top CIA analyst on Afghanistan, recently put it, if you aren't winning you're losing. Yet, while the awe and respect that used to be afforded the courageous men and women of the United States military is waning, the need to powerfully and decisively address devastating threats with the potential to kill millions of lives has never been so great. For example, at the very end of 2008, America's Commission on the Prevention of WMD Proliferation and Terrorism reported The United States can expect a terrorist attack using nuclear or, more likely, biological weapons before 2013. Our margin of safety is shrinking, not growing. Another report on the same subject made this startling assessment in late 2006. It is more likely than not that Al-Qaeda or one of its affiliates will detonate a nuclear weapon in a U.S. city within the next five to ten years. Can you picture the terrifying prospect of a nuclear mushroom cloud over Dallas or New York, Chicago or Los Angeles? Consider the literally millions of lives lost to the destruction and subsequent radiation or to the equally terrifying prospect of a biological attack unleashed within the borders of the United States. These bipartisan scholarly reports don't just discuss these as possibilities. They describe them as likely outcomes and possibly as early as the next four years. And yet there are more frightening possibilities. Security experts and analysts have warned that rogue and intolerant nations such as Iran and North Korea and the terrorists who have connections with them may be building the capacity for the ultimate strike against the United States with a single missile, one lone nuclear warhead detonated in mid-air above the continental United States they can produce what's known as an electromagnetic pulse potentially destroying the electronics of all cell phones all radios all computers all that electronic technology even the power grids in the nation in a single instant and according to reports the destruction could be essentially irreparable for years the United States one of the most technologically advanced nations in the world would revert in an instant to a nation in anarchy, no technologically more advanced than its original settlers. It'd be the single greatest humanitarian crisis in modern history. My friends, time fails me to speak of the other myriads of threats bearing their fangs at the United States. The threat of new pandemic diseases seems to grow with each passing year natural disasters, wildfires, floods, killer tornadoes and other phenomenon continue to crop up year after year in seemingly increasing intensity and the atmosphere in the United States seems absolutely charged for strife between various groups whether ethnic strife over immigration issues to political unrest with some state governors even toying publicly with the idea of succeeding from the United States altogether America is a nation in crisis once considered a model for the world the world has now grown weary of its dependence on an increasingly vulnerable state what can the United States do about its predicament can it do anything we'll take a look at the startling answer in just a moment first I want to give you an opportunity to request the free booklet that we're offering today Many people want to understand what God's word has to say about the events they see unfolding in their newspapers and television screens. The prophecies of scripture speak directly to world conditions today and specifically mention the most powerful nations on earth now and in our lifetimes. You only need to know where to look. If you want to start learning how to do just that, and have your Bible come alive like it never has before, then you need to request our free booklet, The United States and Great Britain in Prophecy. Just call, write, or click. The booklet is absolutely free and will transform your study and understanding of the Bible beyond what you've ever imagined possible in the last segment we took a look at some of the numerous challenges confronting the United States and we now come to the question of why how has the mighty United States come to such a place as this such a fall from the dizzying heights she'd occupied for so long and what can she do about it the answers to these questions lie in God's Word there is a reason that all of this is happening to the United States And a reason to expect things to get worse instead of better. To understand, we first need to grasp a vital key to understanding Bible prophecy. As shocking as it may seem, when we read of Israel in Bible prophecy, we are reading about the peoples of the United States and Great Britain. Now, of course, when you hear Israel, you may think of the modern day Jewish state of Israel in the Middle East, and you would be partly right. But in fact, the Jews comprise only two of the original 12 tribes of ancient Israel, namely the tribe of Judah and the tribe of Benjamin. That's where the Jews get their name from the tribe of Judah. It is a fact of biblical history that after the reign of King Solomon, these two tribes, Judah and Benjamin, split from the nation of Israel to form their own nation, the nation of Judah. The other ten tribes continued to be called the nation of Israel. And it is from these ten tribes, through the tribe of Joseph, that the American and British peoples have descended. All of this and the identity of the United States and Great Britain as Israel in prophecy is proven in great detail in our free booklet today. Please don't forget to request yours. However, once the identity of Israel in prophecy is known to be the United States and the British descended peoples, everything else makes so much sense. Prophecy makes sense. History makes sense. And one-fourth to one-third of your Bible begins to come to life. And the real reason for the state of America's affairs shines through. The events that unfold in this world are not merely the product of the policies of politicians and wills and whims of worldly leaders. God explains in His Word how it was He who gave the United States the power, resources, land, and talent that made it the superpower it has been. He has been the source of America's blessings. But when needed, God also punishes nations as well. Consider the calamitous state of the United States, and then consider the words of Amos chapter 3 and verse 6. If a trumpet is blown in a city, will not the people be afraid? If there is calamity in a city, will not the Lord have done it? The fact is that just as God Almighty lies behind America's blessings, he now has a hand in her calamities as well. Consider God's promise to Israel in the book of Deuteronomy recorded in chapter 28 and verses 12 and 13. The Lord will open to you his good treasure, the heavens, to give the rain to your land in its season and to bless all the work of your hand. You shall lend to many nations, but you shall not borrow. And the Lord will make you the head and not the tail. You shall be above only. And not be beneath if you heed the commandments of the Lord, your God, which I command you today and are careful to observe them. My friends, that is an important if because it means that God's blessings are conditional upon the nation's obedience. And does the United States obey the commandments of the Lord God? she does not the commandments of God demand sexual faithfulness between a man and a woman within marriage and the avoidance of sexual immorality yet the United States is the world's greatest exporter of pornography sexual immorality dirties the American landscape from sea to shining sea American culture is saturated not only with sex but with violence which seems to know no bounds Hollywood is increasingly embracing what has come to be called torture porn. Films with viscerally and disgustingly realistic depictions of human beings being tortured and horribly mangled in the most hideous of ways, right before the moviegoers' eyes in abominable detail. These movies make money like you wouldn't believe. The divinely created institution of marriage has become so increasingly meaningless Divorce is commonplace if couples even bother to get married at all. The traditional structure of the family given to us by Almighty God is openly mocked on American television as antiquated and archaic, frankly even oppressive. Our nation's daughters are taught to idolize starlets who dress in a manner that would shock even the prostitutes of earlier generations. And our nation's sons play increasingly violent video games that celebrate the worst vices imaginable. Finally, as if ignoring them and flagrantly violating them isn't enough, the Ten Commandments themselves are generally assaulted as unfit for our display in our public buildings as our society seeks to officially distance itself from the very God who established it and made its freedom possible and all of this leads us back to Deuteronomy 28 because it not only tells us of the blessings that come from obedience but it also speaks of the consequences that come from disobedience let's read But it shall come to pass if you do not obey the voice of the Lord your God to carefully observe all his commandments and his statutes which I command you today that all these curses will come upon you and overtake you. There are so many passages that we could turn to that describe prophetically what is happening to America due to her sins. Habakkuk chapter 2 speaks of America and Britain's creditors rising up and oppressing them. Jeremiah chapter 30 speaks of the nation's lovers, that is, the nation's foreign allies of convenience, completely abandoning her. Once properly understood, God's word is rife with prophetic detail about the United States. It is absolutely vital that you understand the full depth of what we're saying today, and that you are able to read these prophecies in the Bible for yourself. The book that we're making available today, The United States and Great Britain in Prophecy, will help you to do exactly that, and will bring God's Word to life in a way that you will find hard to believe you need to experience the life impacting truth of what God has to say about the modern nations of the world in his word request your copy today
0: to receive this program's offer absolutely free or if you would like more information visit our website online at tomorrowsworld.org once again that's tomorrowsworld.org or you can write us at the address shown
1: And, of course, it's only the tip of the proverbial iceberg. Not only is the United States and its fellow British-descended nations facing a grim future without national repentance, so, too, is the entire world. For it will only start with the house of Israel. In Revelation chapter 3, and verse 10, we read where Jesus Christ tells those who will be faithful and obedient to God in the end times because you have kept my command to persevere I also will keep you from the hour of trial which shall come upon the whole world to test those who dwell on the earth just as God promised Israel in Deuteronomy 32 and verse 13 the United States and Great Britain have ridden upon the high places of the earth and have enjoyed a greater state of general wealth luxury and prosperity than virtually any other people in the history of mankind have ever enjoyed. And they, in turn, will be the first to suffer national consequences for their refusal to turn to the Creator who has so greatly blessed them. Whether the growing challenges we now see afflicting these two great peoples are the beginning of those destined consequences or whether they are only warning shots across their national bows, remains to be revealed by almighty God. But his demand as reflected in Ezekiel 33 and verse 11 is unchanging. Say to them, as I live, says the Lord God, I have no pleasure in the death of the wicked, but that the wicked turn from his way and live. Turn, turn from your evil ways, for why should you die, O house of Israel? My friends, the ancient house of Israel had been in captivity just over a hundred years before Ezekiel penned these words. If he meant that as a warning to ancient Israel, he was a little late. That would be almost like me trying to warn uh, Queen Elizabeth of England to let her know that her colonies in America are going to revolt. It's ridiculous. Ezekiel's words were not written for ancient Israel. As our free booklet, The United States and Great Britain in Prophecy, makes absolutely and abundantly clear, those words penned by Ezekiel were written for prophetic Israel today. God does not want punishment he wants you to live he wants you to live and be a blessing to the world again turn turn from your evil ways for why should you die O house of Israel now you might be thinking I'm only one person what can I do what can you do in the face of the things that we've seen described in Scripture you can repent you can be part of the solution instead of the problem you can seek the God of heaven you can be the example your family needs your neighborhood needs and your nation needs you can begin to open your Bible and to learn the way of life that your creator has lovingly crafted for you seek your creator while you can In the book of Luke, in chapter 21, Jesus Christ is speaking to the disciples of the very time of punishment coming upon the nations of the earth that we've been discussing today. He says there to them, and more importantly, to us, But take heed to yourselves, lest your hearts be weighed down with carousing, drunkenness, and cares of this life, and that day come on you unexpectedly. For it will come as a snare on all those who dwell on the face of the whole earth. Watch, therefore, and pray always that you may be counted worthy to escape all these things that will come to pass and to stand before the Son of Man. Some will be counted worthy to escape the mind-numbing trials ahead that we are beginning to see knocking on our nation's doors. The storm whose clouds we see gathering this very hour on the horizon. And those who are counted worthy will be those who turn from their sins, turn to their God and repent. If you want with all your heart to do that very thing, we here at Tomorrow's World are ready to help. You can begin your own studies with our remarkable free booklet, The United States and Great Britain in Prophecy you likely have never read anything like it. And it will both add real understanding to your reading of biblical prophecy and meaning to the headlines you read in today's newspapers that you can get nowhere else. Please join us next week here on Tomorrow's World, where Roderick Meredith, Richard Ames, Rod King, and I will continue to present Bible topics, insights, and prophecies that few others are willing to address. And between now and then, please visit our website at tomorrowsworld.org. There you'll find our full library of free materials, previous telecasts, and a unique Bible study program, as well as much, much more. Until next week, take care